Hey guys, Josh here from PTO. If you want to comment on any topic we discuss on the show, feel free to give us a call and leave a voicemail. Our number is 224-225-5780. That's 224-CALL-PT-0. Leave us your info, and if you're from a podcast, feel free to shout it out. You might be featured on next week's show, and we appreciate all feedback. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the PTO Unlimited Podcast. Welcome back to the PTO Unlimited podcast. My name is Alex. <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm like waiting for Brett. You're, yeah, no, <laughs> no waiting. This is episode 342. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's like, and this is. <laughs> yeah, no, just you and me, single cam, one camera. And we're talking about it all today. Actually, not all. Like, <laughs> we're going into a lot that we've been wanting to for a while. We are? artificial intelligence oh, okay we're gonna be talking like, about that there's a lot going on with that uh lately and uh we also gotta talk about um the movie of the week but yeah. did you know that 13 years ago today super mario galaxy 2 was released on the wii no that's crazy that's do you remember good. me playing that when i flipped the chair yeah. what when i flipped the chair back in chicago when you flip Oh, yeah. That Actually, was that game. I, I, I didn't realize that was that game. Yeah, that was that game. That game was legendary to me as far as sequels go for Mario uh, games. Like, I don't think they've sequeled a Mario game properly. I mean, I guess the Paper Mario games have been sequeled, but yeah. So, yeah, that was released today. Um, yeah, this is uh, No Brett kind of weird right it is kind of weird i guess we should go into our week um without brett's real uh without i don't know what brett would have going on right now oh, i guess he went to disney he went to disney world yeah and he looked like he had a blast we saw you didn't he, post that on discord did he, you not yet um i that saw that he is that uh, on group chat yeah so i, I think so or was that privately actually text to you? i'll have to check to see if if she was if she privately text, texted me that okay um but um they did get a picture with brett with it wasn't Mickey a really ears. good photo <laughs> it's it's you know it's like oh it's a photo no it is not real it's just a smirk of him having it on it's not really like a proper photo that yeah. was good with him and her they did get to make lightsabers though yeah that's like 250 dollars a piece mm -hmm. You get to make a custom Freaking expensive. Heck, yeah, man. I know. It looks cool. And it looked like actually got the, to... Uh, the funds. And I hope he got to ride on some stuff. I think he went more than one day. So yeah. if you do, you have to. Because if you're going to see one thing, I would section myself off to one thing at a time. I have not gone to Disney World since I was like seven years Never old. Never been. So. And I just wonder if it's too late in my life to go. I don't think so. Everybody who is biased would say that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's plenty of people that I work with that, like, that's what they do. Like, I get it. I mean, it's, that's like saying, like, oh, we're too old to go to Cedar Point. Well, no, 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 no. That's different. There's rides and stuff at Cedar that's Point. That's different. 
there's an experience with Disney that's meant to be magical for kids. Yeah, I think there's a different different experience for kids and adults, but... I have heard nothing but disappointment with the food and the expenses. Well, yeah, because it's Disney, but I'm talking about the, the experience. Minus the actual... We're adults. We're going to experience the bad part. Minus the money. Okay. The experience of I'm like I'm giving you my negativity on it, which okay. it, which would drive my experience down. It will. As long I'm as saying. I save up a grand for a day, I'll be happy. Right. Then I get to do everything. <laughs> but I hope they had a good time. And uh if we were to go, I'd go with kids. Uh not just you and me. I think, I think. it would be more of an experience taking children versus yeah, just right. going you and me. But I feel like we would, I think, I think just because we're at a point in our lives where we can go without kids, we yeah. go first without kids. I would and then probably we go, go with actually, kids. I would probably go to like Universal before I would go to Disney. Maybe the Super Mario World, like Nintendo World. Oh, I'd go there. yeah, that's 100%. I, I would definitely go there before Disney. So I feel like this is an argument. So you're making okay. an argument saying that you're too old to go to Disney, but you're over here throwing hands up like, oh, but I'll go down there if we get to go to a freaking Super Mario Super World. Mario Hold on World, a second. Or Nintendo. Is, is it Nintendo? Is it? Whatever it is. Okay. Which is aimed Hold at on. children. <laughs> it's old news. I go someplace new. It's like Jurassic Park. Disney releases new shit <laughs> every year, eh. and you're saying it's old news. Well... And it's one of the most what, what, relevant okay. names in the world. <laughs> they both are like pulling in the millions, billions. Uh, well, uh, actually, <laughs> look out, Disney. You might be in trouble. Nintendo's on their way. Oh, yeah. Because Pretty Mario is now available at home. We're going to have a, a Super Mario universe now. Yeah. And the MCU is going to be great. Yeah. The Mario <laughs> Cinematic Universe. Yeah. The. Oh, boy. So. Reviews in for like Guardians, a lot of people are saying it's great, but it's not keeping Marvel afloat as far as like excellent goes. Secret Invasion does not interest me at all. Did you and I already talk about seeing Guardians? I think we did. We did. We, we reviewed did? it. Yeah, we okay. said it was great. Yeah, it was. It was we very good. It. Yeah. In fact, I've never thought that I would. I thought that it would be a tearful moment, and there were some. I would say there was a handful. Yeah, yeah. But that was expected, and and that's what happened. I know, but I wasn't expecting to tear up at what was making me tear up without spoiling anything. Okay. Well, you don't have to. I'm sure it's been spoiled by everybody on the internet. Anyway, because if you live in today's day and age in social media, that's what you're going to get. You get people spoiling because everyone automatically already has out right now the Fast X post credit scene explained. This The, the article is out on Friday oh, when it I'd, came out. I haven't seen it. I don't care enough about the Fast and Furious universe just, to even I, click on it. But I mean, I don't either. It's already there. I'm saying Fast and Furious. I really never watched it ever for a storyline. I watched it just for the action. I think Tokyo Drift had the only actual storyline, like big storyline. I can't even tell you what Tokyo Drift was about. I know they were in Japan. Eh, that was about okay. it. Han was there, and they did a lot of twists and turns through Tokyo and the illegal oh, street hence racing. The drift. Yeah, <laughs> and they did a lot of parking lot <laughs> drifting to practice, which. Is yeah, all in all yeah, a lot of that. a lot of work. I'm I am no professional driver. I'm not gonna 
put myself through that. I think it would be fun to go do, though. Drifting? Yeah. We were once behind the wheel of a car going over 100, and that was an experience for me. Have you ever been on a motorcycle going that fast? I don't think so. That's even better. I don't like to ride the back, and in fact, I've heard that riding in the back of motorcycles is very, very bad. Why? You have a lot less control. Well, over anything. Yeah, because then the driver You don't have any control Exactly. I'm driver. saying then the driver. It's safer yeah. for you to have your own bike than Getting to ride. Getting on ditch. a bike with somebody driving, you have to put your full trust in that driver, and I do. Yeah. You've been with a really good and experienced driver. Yeah. Rider. Let's let's say the rider, right word. Driver. It's rider. Yeah. <laughs> You've been with a few. One that I would trust completely. And a couple that I was like, hey. The only person that I've ever gotten on a bike with that I didn't have like a trust? 100% trust was Jer. Yeah, Jer, because he had. Brig was a little. You were on his bike for around the block, but whatever. Yeah, but Brig's been riding for a while. And I know. he just got done riding cross country to he our house. He is an insane rider, driver, whatever, yeah, anyway. He, when I was on his bike, he was perfectly safe. Yeah, when I was in the passenger seat of his car, I wasn't perfectly safe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I was gonna die on tree. No, literally the only person <laughs> that made me just kind of like uh, get, I was tense and not comfortable riding was when I was with Jer, but that was only because he had been riding for like two months, <laughs> and I was his first passenger. You shouldn't so. have been at that point. I think it should have been at least a year's worth of experience. You gotta start somewhere. A year's worth of experience. For my daughter, if she's gonna get on the back of a motorcycle of her boyfriend, he needs to have a year's worth of experience. I never, we never. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I never. As their age level, of course. I never went on any highways or anything. He only ever took me around like our neighborhood. You went on one highway, and that was the one person I trust you 110% with. That was our friend Luke in South Dakota. I've been on plenty of highways on motorcycles. I know, but I'm saying that that was one that I would. I was like, I saw you leave and come back. And I was like, yeah, whatever, because I know you're going to go. Yeah. And you know what happened on that trip? You went past the needle, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, oh, you you totally trust him. Guess what? That was the last time I rode on his motorcycle because that was like the last day we lived there. Unintentionally. We just never visited. He was like, we were going on on the back roads. And obviously nobody around in South Dakota. And he he, he just leaned leaned backwards and was like, and just kind of signaled, watch the speedometer. I was like, okay. So I just leaned over real quick as we were going super fast. And yeah, we were bending the needle a little bit. It was, it was a little arced i get it but it was fast pixel that was me and i was was fine that was me go lay down it was okay he's he's not coming yeah (laughs) man he's actually been depressed pixel has lately because he hasn't been uh you know he's coddled by brett and ashley Ashley yeah it is what it is so uh playing and watching we got to get into that uh lately alex you and i we've been into dead island too so yeah. much fun. We should have actually I streamed think, Friday because it was so much fun. I know. Actually. Right now, Dead Island 2 is, it's gone from just like going it, in it and like doing quests here. and stuff. Like, to I'm like, talking about like main mission, main mission. I'm talking mission. about level of interest. Mine was down here to like, now it's up here. I mean, I'm that, enjoying that's myself. I, that's what I'm trying to explain. Because um, I, I know that the card system works and the upgrade system works. Patrick yeah. has so much money, he ain't upgraded Jack. He says he is. The fact that you found. Are oh yeah, the backstock. 
whatever the it inventory, is. The, the lost inventory, inventory. The lost inventory. And we're like, oh, Make sure shit. you guys are checking that playing Dead Island 2. There's a lot of guns you probably don't know you have to sell. Yeah. That could have been worth money like this, it's earlier. When you go into like the storage bin, you're like, oh, I don't ever put anything in a storage. And Josh is like, but did you look at your lost storage? I'm like, what's lost storage? You just tab over. All of a sudden, I had like 50 guns and yeah. weapons that I could sell that were complete trash. And <laughs> I went from having like $2,000 to having like 82 grand. I'm like, all right, well, what are we upgrading? <laughs> I match level on everything. That's like 20 grand per item. I know. That's a lot. I don't think Patrick's matching level. I think it's just I'm upgrading. only doing it on one or two because... Mine's mainly the guns. I have like four guns. I do one gun and one... Um, Saber. Like one combat. You're, like... you're using the sword, aren't you? No, you, you, you like the shotgun, that red shotgun, the I'm, flame shotgun. Yes, that's my favorite. I'm using the shotgun, and then I've got like this knife flamey thing like yeah. i upgraded it are you throwing your ninja stars more no those actually suck they don't yeah. do any damage yeah. they just have good range grenades good and the pipe bomb the pipe bomb i'm using in my sticky grenade yeah i have it oh i don't have the sticky grenade i have yet. the sticky you have and to it craft great. that right or have to buy it from somebody it's a blueprint you have to go buy it from somebody trader yeah <laughs> he didn't tell me <laughs> i picked it up so it's whenever you guys pick it up it'll oh become damn available. we're gonna have to re-explore the entire place because we have to get all those echoes or what do you call them the scopes scopes you always remember the name i think that's what it's that called. is what they're called it's s-k-o-p-e oh okay. yeah that's scopes. exactly what they are yeah. uh lately uh, i've been uh delving into fall guys season four you played a, a night of that as well did you enjoy a it? couple nights yeah the only thing I don't like is you made it sound like there was going to be all these amazing brand new maps. Creative mode is what it was. And I showed that I thought that you said there was going to be like 50 new maps. There's 20 now and I think 10 more just well, got I released Well, I haven't played on week. 20 new maps. We didn't play on that playlist. Those haven't been added to squads yet. Well, that's bullshit. They haven't just done it yet. They're testing all these levels out to make sure people like them. If there's anything but the ones that we play on, I'm going to like them because I've played the same yeah, freaking ones all the time. So if, for me, it's getting really repetitive. We're playing squads because of that. But we have the battle pass to unlock. I don't which, care about like squads. Squads right. are fine, but I want to play squads on, oh, this is a new map. Right, exactly. That's what I was excited about, and I don't have it. So my I'm excitement kind of went up, and then it went, oh, all right. I got like maybe one or two new maps that are fun. Yeah. That came back in. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry. So right now I'm kind of like, eh, Fall Guys is just kind of there. So then we moved to Fortnite. It's a mindless game. We did Fortnite. We did. Yeah, we went back to Fortnite on Sunday night. Do you want me to show a clip here? That's You uh... can. <laughs> we went to Fortnite on Sunday night. And really the only reason we went back to it is because Patrick had posted a picture in like our group chat of some upgrade or whatever is in like the battle pass or something and i'm like i wonder if that's just his way of saying he wants to go back to fortnite and then me thinking wow i don't play call of duty right now i'm not playing halo right now really the only like shooter we're doing is is dead island yeah <laughs> so but it's not competitive so and, as you can see yeah. the storm's coming in this is the island part of our first drop in this is the this is going to go on your youtube highlights very very soon probably this week if I get an opportunity, it'll really, probably be up right Friday. Right now, I'm just running back and forth. Just wait. You can see the storm coming in up here in the corner is what I'm pointing at. There's the storm. And here's where you panic. I panic a little bit. A yes. lot of it. Because this is the jump pad right here. You Had you hit that, you'd have been just I, Oh, my fine. God. Now that I see it, 
Now that I see it. The jump pad. You would have lived. Oh, my God. And you're just like here like, Josh, you got to come pick us up. I'm like, uh, nah, brah. <laughs> oh, my God. I completely just. Had you touched the jump pad. This was our very first match back in care. Fortnite after like I a said, year. I said touch this thing. You said I stood touch there. this thing and we were nowhere near you. Right. So I had no idea. I thought you were just trying to tell us to like, oh, I found something cool. Come over here and touch it. You weren't so, saying, hey, hit the jump pad to jump off so you don't die. We're gonna you could have said that. We're going to finish off the gameplay right here with the, there's 11 people left on the map, myself included. So there's 10 others because everyone else just died. So right now, everyone is spectating me that is in our squad. Oh, it went down to eight. I'm sorry. So it's me versus six people. I am freaking out right now. I see people off in the left right there. There's somebody, I think, who shoots me. I don't know how I got out of this situation. It was kind of crazy. I, got I seriously thought you were done. Nah. I think, I think I just bested them. At this moment, this is when I thought you were done because you had two people on your ass right there, and then you were also get shooting. From, you were getting shot from. Look the at right. my slides, though. Yeah, you were. You were actually acting like you've played this game. No, I just remember that Fortnite has a lot of movement that you can do if you have enough stamina. Right there, I ran out of stamina. I couldn't really do a whole lot, so I had to wait. But you see how you, like they're following you and they're still shooting at you, and I'm like, oh, so it works better if they lose you. Right. But they're not. They still see you and I'm like, oh great, you're totally done. I'm running this this exotic gun down here, by the way. That's an exotic assault rifle or something. Yeah, that helped save you with the damage it deals. Oh, and it also had great uh, accuracy with the range and everything. So people are shooting around me with all these. I think we just got dropped into a little bit slightly easier lobby, this one, because it was our first time in. Possibility. But yeah. I don't know how much more we want to watch of this, but I wound up winning this. I don't know how Really, more. you knock down like every single person that's left. It just kind of goes one, then another, then another, then another. Yeah, there's here's where I knocked down somebody. I'm already in the storm. Don't panic in the storm. You just well, got to learn. I didn't realize where we were because I just knew we were up on an island. And I'm like, well, how the hell do I get off the island? So that's really why I was panicking because I knew not to panic in the storm. It was like more just oh shit how do we get off the island i'm like well i guess i'll jump and pull my parachute oh it's not call of duty you actually have to jump off a jump pad to activate your parachute freaking stupid <laughs> game but mechanics. you can actually you can get that unlocked yes i know i figured that out so as i'm scrolling or running through this this is still the last zone there's only three people versus me so it's in the top five you can see right here there's four so me versus three. I knew that was what was happening, and I was against a squad, basically, of three. So that's what you see in the last few seconds here. You do realize if they would have came around that rock, all three of them at the same time, I would have been, been dead. dead. But they didn't have the courage. And I was looking up top. I was like, "There's got to be up top. It's like, oh, there's one. And I just braved it, did an entire clip. Honestly, that guy was really stupid. He was very stupid. He should have ran He should have kept top. going. Yep. If you... Like, I play Warzone style in Fortnite, so I'm, I'm a little more tactical. I don't stay out in the open like most Fortnite players do. So I try to get behind coverage. This is just this is where I was like, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. I didn't either. I didn't, have, I didn't have a breath of life at the end here. This got really intense. Uh, they were all closing in on me. The circle was closing in. But the thing is, they didn't close in fast enough. If they had You could they, see my face, too. My reaction. I'm like, yeah, no, you're not getting this. Yeah. So I got that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like look. I like shook my camera because I was like, "There's no way." <laughs> but yeah, we ended up winning uh, three in a row. We did, <laughs> which is funny because like right after this, Josh ends up saying, um, "There's no way we're oh, getting." Another. There's no way we're getting three in a row. Or you say something like, "Why don't we start with a triple?" Or yeah, and then like we ended up winning all three, and then we <laughs> didn't win any more the rest of the night. It was just like. 15th place, 20-something, and then a few twos. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it was a really good time on Fortnite. I had a blast. I had a a good times. Good times. Um, So in watching, we started, uh, we watched a documentary, Attack of the Dock. We got to talk about that one. Uh, Yeah. Attack of the Show was a a brilliant video game talk show that was on G4. It was kind of like our MTV. So good. So good. Yeah. I loved it. Back I thought in that high it was school. I thought it was one of the best shows. Oh, like That's kind ever. of like how we stayed up yeah. to date on new games and like what's going on in the gaming community kind oh, of stuff. Oh, it was so good. They had the feed. They had your um DVD Tuesday which came out like basically what game or movies came out on Tuesday. Um they had all of these different segments that just was more made the show more alive. They brought it back, and no one really talks about the revamp. We watched it a little bit. A it little bit. Didn't it, really have a lot of soul. It wasn't the same. It didn't have the yeah. soul that it used to. Like it had that audience at all times. It was great. It was like it was good times. Uh, I check out the documentary. I don't know where it was posted. I don't, we I don't remember where we I saw it. I don't remember what site we found. We it watched on. it though. So Attack of the Dock is what it's called. It was a. But it basically goes from like literally the birth of the show all the way to the very end. Essentially the birth of G4 too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the end because Attack of the Show was G4 Mm -hmm. until it got sold over and all those other shows got put on there that was like puke or whatever. I don't remember. Just disgusting stuff. Just why? Why would you do that? Um, While you were uh, at work yesterday, I watched Austin Powers, the first one. It's not really good. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah, it is. No, two's it's better. Really two's way better. Two's really good. Two's way better. Like I, I was I th- watching I think it. That they're, they're both really. good. I was watching it and I was kind of annoyed with Elizabeth Hurley's character. Like I didn't like her. Did Who's, you think she was fine? Who? Vanessa. Why are you doing this? We've been doing the podcast for how many years, and you know I don't know names. I'm sorry. Vanessa, you thought it was annoying? Yeah, Why? it wasn't really good. I just, I'm a little over it now. Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley. I was making sure I got that name right. Yeah. I don't don't know her name. I just. What happened to her? I don't know. She was in Austin Powers and then that was it. No, 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 no. She was in Bedazzled. Oh, okay. Never mind. I guess, yeah, she was. And then that was it. No, she was in Passenger 57. Uh, Whatever that is. It's It's a Wesley Snipes movie. Okay. I'm at her IMDb. Okay, and then she was in that, and then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I kept listing things, she was on a lot of uh, stuff afterwards and before, but no, she's, I don't know, she didn't stay too relevant, but whatever. I don't know. Could you, which would you rather have, another Wayne's World or another Austin Powers movie? Wayne's World. Really? Yes. What would you think they would do with this one? This I don't one? know. Hmm. At the same time, like I say, I want another Wayne's World, but... Things they could have things are mm. not anywhere near what they were back when they made those movies. Yeah. And that's why those movies were good. And I feel like if they made those movies well, today, they wouldn't be able to they would they would be canceled pretty quickly. We need to we need to test that. We need to tech we need to take a look at the next Bill and Ted movie and then look at the new one that came out 
see how they did because that was one that did okay i'm sure a lot of people were saying it was okay ghostbusters was a good sequel yeah but i'm talking you're talking about the music industry that's what Um, i don't think it matters I, i think i think that they could still do it like maybe they have to like put a band back together or something. Maybe he has to go find... Go find Aerosmith or something. Or I don't go know. find a broken up 80s band and bring them back. To yeah, <laughs> just think about all the all the things that they could do. Like, Jay and Silent Bob have stayed relevant these years. Yeah. Why can't... I, it definitely could work, but I'm saying... How does like, Kevin Smith do it? He stays relevant I, I by know. staying relevant. I know, They can like, do it, too. I just, I just don't know if... I can see it made f- failing me. I mean, really. yes, I did just compare Jay and Silent Bob to uh, Wayne's World, but they kind of mirror each other in a sense. They have their own character yeah. personality duo mm-hmm. that has a lot of Easter egg nostalgia, crazy like celebrities come in, and it, it yeah, every single movie is just like. Oh my god! I can't believe this person's in this one. This person. This person. So. I just know that there there's going to be a lot of well, they should have done this or they should have done that. Like the way the, inter- the the uh, internet these days is just going to completely rip the movie apart, no matter how good or bad. You it would is. think so, but I think they'd be satisfied maybe just seeing those two back on screen doing it well. Unfortunately, Indiana Jones is not doing well in the critic reviews. That comes out next month. I saw some reviews come out. Oh, we'll, we'll see. see we'll see. We go we're we're going to go see it. Yeah, we're going to go see it. Little Mermaid's getting okay reviews, too. And good okay reviews, I should say. Okay. positive yeah. Positive. More positive than I thought it was going to get. Complaints are valid from what I've seen. That should be there, I think. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll, are we seeing it in theaters? I don't know. Alex might have to convince me a little or bit. Or I can just go see it myself or with somebody else and say, hey, you should have seen it. Or, oh... You wouldn't have liked it. I don't think you and I... I don't think so. I think I'd go if you really want to go. I do. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll pick a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to give it my own opinion. Like, that was my favorite Disney movie growing up. So right, I want right. to see either how much they trash it or and destroy it or how much they make it okay because mm-hmm. i definitely can tell you it's not going to be an amazing movie it's not going to blow me away yeah i don't think there's anything else in playing and watching really that we've been doing any different like is there anything else i mean oh I, rick and morty that's back oh, on yeah, hbo I mean, we started, yeah we so started, we started watching that the, the new season We're it's only good. three episodes in this is like every single episode is like okay i can only take one at a time because there's like a lot there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this season's actually really memorable. It's really it's nice. good. I enjoy it more. Better than last season, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. A lot more. A lot more. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Renegades on the XFL. They beat the DC Defenders, and uh, they are the XFL champions of the 2023 season. Go That's with them. Patrick's teams, right? A losing record into the championship, and they won. They beat the defenders i want to make sure i said the right one (laughs) the commanders no i'm not saying the commanders this time the defenders the dc defenders they beat them Uh, i don't know the score but it was kind of crazy that there were as many crazy plays as there were it was just one of those one of those good movies or movies those good um those good games feel good games because they went in with a negative on mm-hmm. in Vegas. I don't understand the Vegas spreads when they show them. They say mm-hmm. like, oh, this one was negative something or this one's positive something. I don't know what that means by the over under. Mm-hmm. It can probably be described to me it I could probably It's probably like some kind of point system. 
yes, but what is what is that point system? I don't know. What does that mean? Is what I like. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. So go with them. That was I awesome. I was gonna like speaking of football. So yeah. I was doing like some yard work the last couple speaking days. Speaking of football, yes. Yard work. Yes. Okay. The flagpole that's outside. I was thinking that was. You want to get a Vikings flag? <laughs> if mom will allow it. <laughs> I mean, she will. Here. I mean, we have a Browns thing still sitting on the. Uh, like, a, we are Browns fans or Browns fans live here or something like that. She can take that. <laughs> <laughs> she can transport that. Also. I think she doesn't want to because she doesn't want it to break. No, it's a really nice statue. I wouldn't want it to break it's either. Two, I think it's just actually one rock slab carved mm-hmm. not two i think it's carved as that like t i think so yeah but i just thought hey we should we don't ever ha- have uh anything on the flagpole i wonder we if could we cover just, that like... thing with a flag <laughs> cover it. i wonder if that'd be bad luck nah well who browns yeah <laughs> not my team not my problem we don't face them this year right no okay well then maybe it won't it won't hurt <laughs> yeah. if we were facing them Unless i feel like that's they go bad to the, juju the, the, all the way kind of thing. Then maybe which, it would be bad juju. I oh my know. God. Speaking of bad juju, Patrick is PO'd because Tom Brady is now part owner of the Raiders. <laughs> I know. I don't know this whole. I don't know the whole. I don't deal. know the whole just, details. Rick shared the, the screenshot. Let me, let me pull this, this like, up. Let me pull I mean, it, up. it was a, it was like a couple weeks ago. I no, no. Like. What? Oh, yeah. it was, it was like when it was original when we were thinking. Yeah. Yes. It was and the original. It oh, Tom Brady might blah, 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 like partner. And I just liked reading <clears throat> all of the comments that you guys were saying. Minority owner. That. Yes. Yeah. So he's not going to have any decision making, though. Is he just trying to like keep billions of dollars? I, I, I'm, I think he's trying to keep a team on track that might need it. It was what either is, them or the his, commanders that know, needed it. What's his responsibility going to be? Like, what's... I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't say much. It says that he got uh, agrees to became, uh, become a minority owner of the Raiders. So, uh. My dad says the USFL has been disappointing for me. More people on the field than in the stands. I miss the XFL championship game. <laughs> XFL started with more people in the field and less in the stands. And there were a couple teams. There were two teams that, no, three teams that filled the stands the most. That was our team, the Battle Hawks, Mm -hmm. the uh, Commanders, Mm -hmm. and the Sea Dragons. But I feel like the more we watched it, it was like a couple weeks, like, and it just like picked up. And Mm -hmm. people were like, wow, this is actually really fun. This is cool. And eventually, St. Louis filled their stadium to, to the level. That they could. Then they kept like <clears throat> opening up. Oh, I guess we'll open up the second level. I guess we we'll could have gone and had a good level. time. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe we'll plan one next year. But we are planning an NFL game. We're actually okay. So this is crazy. So the uh, entire schedule came out for all of the teams, and uh, <clears throat> Alex and I are going to be going to a Colts game this year. Hmm? New Year's Eve, it'll be Raiders versus the Colts <laughs> down in Indy. Yeah, so I'd rather pay thirty bucks a ticket. It's not thirty; it's fifty bucks a ticket, sixty bucks a ticket. Either way, I'd rather pay double digits than having to pay like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, to see the Vikings face the Raiders. Yeah, in Vegas, that'd have been great. But two hundred thirty or three hundred dollars for the nosebleeds. Nah. Plus, you're talking about flights and staying. Mm -hmm. No, that's a couple grand right there, easily. 
Vikings game, uh, we're not going to be going to the Chiefs game. That was a <laughs> that was a dream. Yeah, it was a dream. Be- yeah. That's two of the biggest Midwest teams going against each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean that in a what sense of tickets? from, I mean, that'd be different. Yeah. I mean that from a sense from Minnesota over to the other end of South Dakota, all the way down to basically Oklahoma. That is a big yeah, that's group. Yeah, a huge game. Of, that's a big group of fans right there, so... Most of them are Chiefs fans. A lot of them are Vikings fans. I would love to go back to the stadium, though. I mean, it's it's always fun. We are. But we're two for zero. Oh, for two. Yeah. Oh, for two. We're going to be going to um, probably at least like maybe the 49ers game or the Lions game. So. In Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're, okay. we're going to a game. I would like to go to another game. It just doesn't matter who we really face. I don't no. care. No. And this time I'm not. Maybe we don't wear war paint and stuff. We don't even wear our jerseys. And then maybe we win. No. I'll, I'm, <laughs> mm. Last couple times we've gone, we've like gotten all dressed up and decked out. We're like, woo. I'm looking at all my memorabilia. I'm like, <laughs> Like, God, all this is tainted. I would love to see us win a game. It's tainted. <laughs> There's something I gotta do. Something I gotta we do. We gotta we gotta do something. Maybe I can't <laughs> shave for the season or something. Or your beard. What? Shave your beard, is that what you mean? Or shave my beard for the season? No, like don't are you talking about don't shave like as in your beard or your head? Of course my beard. I have to shave my head. I look ridiculous without it shaved. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's fine. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Anyways, uh so Back to the topic about Tom Brady. This is Patrick's quote. We said, I'm going to bleep what I can here. He said, honestly, Rick, Tom Brady can hot and, can rot in hell for all I care. Mark Davis is an effing moron and needs to be put out of his misery. Such a disrespectful move to Al Davis and Raiders fans. And then I, I sent the meme of, it's from Ace Ventura. And it's yeah. the, the, the mom and dad of uh, Finkel. And instead of it saying Dan Marino needs to die of gonorrhea and rotten hell, I said Tom Brady needs to. <laughs> and Patrick loved it. And I said, I'm sure you'd love that mantle or maybe on a shirt or something. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, good times. Um, you want to talk about Pacific Rim real quick? Yes. That's the movie club movie of the week, and that was my choice. Um, I wanted to go with something that we have had on the back burner for a long period of time, and something that's been talked about a lot of times being a memorable movie for some people because it's basically another generation of Godzilla versus a mech mm-hmm. mechanical suit of some kind. Um, what did you think of this movie? I mean, I chose that mainly because of the so cultural I, references. I was waiting to talk about this. So you know how we watched the Honest trailer today about and it? And the other one, the the pitch meeting. Well, yeah, the pitch meeting, but that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. The Honest trailer? Yeah, yeah. That's like exactly how I felt. Yeah. Oh, yes. I have to go over all this. Uh, who's in it and everything first. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah, let's go just ahead. go into that first. Okay. <clears throat> so this came out in 2013. In the movie uh, Pacific Rim, giant monsters are called kaiju, and they emerge from an interdimensional portal in the Pacific Ocean, threatening humanity's existence. To combat them, the world comes together to build giant robots called Jaegers. These Jaegers are piloted by teams of two connected by a neural bridge and engage in intense battles with the kaiju. The story follows uh, Raleigh Beckett, a former Jaeger pilot who was recruited back into service alongside rookie Mako Mori, as they face powerful kaiju, Raleigh and Meiko must 
overcome personal struggles and form a deep bond to save humanity from extinction. With thrilling action sequences and stunning visual effects, Pacific Rim offers an epic and immersive experience of humans fighting against monstrous creatures to protect their world. Starring Charlie Hunnam, Idris Elba, Rinko Kikuchi, and Charlie Day. Yay. Yay. Did did Charlie Day ruin this movie a lot? A little. Sorry. Him and the other dude were not... The, the German dude? He wasn't German. He was British. The guy, his partner? His partner. No, he was German. Oh, well, that's not what it sounded like. It sounded like he was very British. Okay. Either way, he might be. Either way, his his partner, his science partner or whatever, I did not He's like in the those sequel. two. I know that. Oh. I, so. I didn't like those two together. Like, I get why they were there, but the way they were written and played out, I don't like. So Guillermo del Toro did this movie. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Not exactly what you <clears throat> would think he would do. When you were inside of, like, the creatures and inside of all the stuff yeah you kind of saw the a little bit of him in that but yeah. the whole movie itself does not seem like one of his movies it's kind of off the wall a little weird because you'd think that he would do a little more scarier kind of mm-hmm. stuff like we've seen you've seen pan's labyrinth yeah you've seen never finished it yes you did nope i love that movie i can't watch it why it's too scary for nah, me it's good yeah it's, it's too messed up it is messed up. Yeah, I can't it, watch it. It has three tales that happen, and the I, second tale is the one that scares get, you. Get, I still can't get over the. That's tale two. Yeah, that's night two. That the eyeball <laughs> hands guy. He basically just has his hands up like this oh, that's right. over himself. <laughs> over himself. Oh, I should cosplay him. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that guy. No, he's pretty effed up. Like they did a good job, like making something that like ruined right. my nightmares. So. Oh, ruin your nightmares. <laughs> yeah, create make, them. No, make make him worse. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Gotcha. It's messed up. Yeah. Very messed um, up. No. So, anyways, uh, what the honest trailers put it a hundred percent the way I think. They're like. The storyline, fuck it. <laughs> like, don't even, like, <laughs> don't pay don't attention to the storyline whatsoever. It's really the only thing that grabbed my attention the whole movie was monsters and robots fighting each other, and it was cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like that's seriously how, like, if you go and watch the Honest trailers of Pacific Rim, hey, that would, is exactly how all, I felt. <laughs> but I have a question for you. How would you compare this to, like, any of the Godzilla movies that have come out? So I mean, this like, it took like three things from Godzilla. I'm saying, how would you compare it? It's a lot like Godzilla. Do you think it's better or worse? I can't say that because I'm going to be biased and say Godzilla's better because it's got the nostalgia factor wrapped around it. Gotcha. Yeah. But I mean, they took that. like so many different. All I saw was I saw Transformers versus Godzilla. <laughs> Really good ideas, of That's course. That's like what I saw. It was a Transformers movie versus Godzilla, which made it look cool. <laughs> yeah, so Guillermo del Toro also co-wrote this. Um, the uh, The film was released in 2013 and inspired by giant monster and mecha genres popular in Japanese cinema and anime. <clears throat> so the title refers to the rim around the Pacific Ocean, which serves as the battleground for the kaiju and the Jaeger battles. Um, the film's production design showcases intricate and detailed uh, designs, each with their own unique characteristics and abilities. Like, every robot had their own yeah, style. Yeah, it was a Transformer. Every monster had their own style. Yep. What would you think of the pregnant one? 
Reminded me of Godzilla. Oh my God, Ron Perlman. Such a weird place to have him. <laughs> what he? What gets, in the world? Gets, Spoiler alert! At this point. Oh my point. God, this is like what six, uh, seven years old. It's ten, ten years old. Ten years old? Yeah. I, I mean, when he gets eaten, that was hilarious. He's like, "Huh, I knew it. I knew it. The the baby's lungs couldn't handle the atmosphere. Go, <laughs> just gets like destroyed. And then it died. <laughs> Why did it have to do that? It didn't have to do that and then die again. I don't know. It died twice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it was fully dead. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I think I'll go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting better. <laughs> I don't know. I like it, I though. feel happy. <laughs> Ron Perlman's character, though, such out of place. I mean, Charlie Day was out of place enough acting. I don't know. I think. I think honestly, I liked Ron Perlman's character better than Charlie Day's. Shut up! No, I'm serious. You are so biased. In no, in um, I, I mean, they both have their place. I don't think Charlie Day's character should have been played by Charlie Day. But obviously, char- you're going to char- say that <laughs> the character itself and what how he's trying to do the drift and connect that way to the monsters to figure out what's going on. I get that. But Ron Perlman's character is very true. Like this has been what five, six, ten years down the road since these monsters have taken over earth or tried to. Yeah. People are going to want to sell that shit like their organs and their blood and their crap on the black market. And somebody's got to run it. Why not Ron Perlman? Okay. So yes, he has his own, spot in the movie i just think it was miscast a little bit he's weird nah. too weird too i just weird. thought it was pretty funny that it was ron and charlie, charlie arguing against each they, other i mean they never you got know ron probably the... could kick his ass <laughs> and charlie day's standing up to him like what are you gonna do you owe me a brain now you owe me a brain you owe me that it's like dude he could just throw you in the water and just he'd be dead in five seconds yeah <laughs> but he didn't. The character stayed true to just they're both weird guys going after weird stuff. Yeah. And it's just there were two stories going on at the same time, almost three. Um, Idris Elba dying the whole time, you know, yeah. whatever. And you got Charlie or not Charlie Days. Charlie, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam's character, which and is like their oh. opening was. I'm sorry I said that. I'm sorry. And I, I brought it up now. Now Josh Alex is, is going to talk like, about this. Josh is all like, I'm we sorry. Start, we start the movie. I thought I thought. We I thought s- we start the movie and Josh goes, well, at least you get to look at Charlie Hunnam. He's in it. And I'm like, what What do you mean? Look at him I'm like, oh, isn't he one of those like actors you find attractive? I and I was like, looked at him and I was like, are you serious right now? I, I don't know. I don't. Charlie's not apologize. Like he's a OK looking guy. Through but the entire movie, you kept on looking back at me like you seriously thought this like he's not on my <laughs> top tier anything. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> he's, he's OK to look at. But like he's. He's not even a good actor, do you? He doesn't do anything for me. No? No. Okay. No. Mm-mm. Oh, what else do I have to say on this movie? There's quite a lot of stuff that I put in the uh, information on this. Uh, to give the Jaegers a sense of scale, filmmakers built enormous sets, including full-size sections of robot arms and heads. They had to build the head. They had to. And they had to build an arm or two because you walked by them. I think the I wondered if cool. those were practical or not. They looked... Not practical, but I think they were. I will say, like, as as horrible as, like, the storyline and everything is with this movie. Some of the CG did not fit. No, it, did, it didn't. But after the movie ended, I looked at Josh. I'm like, oh, and there's a sequel, right? Yes. Like, I actually, like, 
I kind of want to watch the second one. Yeah. Uh, a sequel was uh, titled uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. came out in 2018. It was directed by someone else, Stephen S. D. Knight. Uh, Guillermo del Toro has expressed interest in expanding the universe of Pacific Rim through potential spinoffs and animated projects. So Transformers and Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, they want to do more, just more stuff. The movie pays homage to basically Japanese pop culture, but I think you get more Godzilla than anything else. That's what I get out of it. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's Godzilla, like the 2000s Godzilla mixed with like, today's godzilla with mm-hmm. the whole like electric stuff coming from its throat and the acid yeah. and like all that what do you think of, of glados's voice it's cute yeah, yeah it's like kind of nice to have it in the background at times mm-hmm. um so ron perlman's character became a fan favorite due to his eccentric personality and memorable memorable lines you know he's just just off the wall kind of character the visual effects team created detailed simulations of water and destruction to realistically portray the impacts of the battles so they had to actually simulate water and stuff figure out how to make things look more realistic Mm -hmm. um the filmmakers what go ahead what i was thinking was you know when the uh what are they called kaiju no not the kaiju what what the are they? Jaegers? Jaegers. Yeah. When the Jaegers and mechanical things, when mm-hmm. they're moving through the water, I'm yeah. like, they're in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Do you know how difficult that's got to be? Like, you know when they're they're in the, uh, they're actually in the Jaegers and they're controlling them mm-hmm. and they're using like their bodies to simulate like what the robot's doing? I'm like, do you know the force of water and everything? I'm like, how difficult that's got to be to like be walking through the water like that. that. I don't think there's a sense of true depth in these movies. No, not really. You're because I don't ocean. think those feet are that far down walking. So some mm, of the movies no, are a little it's, unrealistic. It's, it's, it's like very unrealistic. there's a platform about 30 feet below the water. No, I can't say 30. 300 feet below the sure. water. Let's say that. And you walk in in that. That's kind of what it seems like. It's not the same. It's just a little less realistic. I know, but even when they go under the ocean. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, we don't have any visibility. Well, no shit. It's dark outside and it's the ocean. It would be pitch black, but yet you guys can actually see, even though you can't see. I don't know. It's very, I can pick it apart. So Guillermo del Toro, he got the idea basically just by walking on the beach and imagining a monster movie right in front of him. You can imagine a lot of things by walking on the beach and looking at the water. Yeah. Imagine being a director just to do that. You can walk around and just start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I said before, the computer is voiced by Ellen McLean, who also voiced GLaDOS in Portal and Portal 2, and became uh, the, the, the cameo uh, came to be by Guillermo del Toro, was such a fan of the games, and he approached the game's developers valve who approved her voice basically because it is robotically altered well yeah you can mm-hmm. hear it del toro said in an interview uh for the toronto sun i wanted very much to have her because i'm a big portal fan but just as a as a wink she's not cake obsessed she's not out to destroy humanity <laughs> right she's actually helping humanity now <laughs> he said there's no ai i'd rather have than glados but her voice in the movie due to do in theaters uh, july 12th has been modulated a bit to be a a little less similar to the distinctive tone of portals uh unforgettable it's definitely a little bit more um, human human yeah Yeah. pacific rim Uh, here's the weird thing you hear it the first time 
at the beginning of the movie, it sounds more robotic. Sounds more like GLaDOS. Five years later, she sounds more human. Did you oh, notice it? She's quieter. It. She's very loud in the beginning. Oh, and I, like, I guess I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the filter we're using is they use for was slightly less Glados, um, is what they said. Hmm. So Jaeger is German for hunter. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> I just thought it was a cool name that they gave him. Yeah. Uh, let me read through some of the other facts here. The film's production design team created a 250-page Bible with detailed information about the world, characters, and technology of Pacific Rim. So they basically made an entire art book about it, hmm. about the history of everything. So the entire lore on these movies is weird. Yeah, I see your thing moving a little bit weird. It's fine. <laughs> so Alex, is t- Alex took Brett's boom. I, I put it on there just to see if it would work better than the other three we've put on. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just waiting for it to fall. It won't. <laughs> it did last time. Uh, so the filmmakers drew inspiration from real life disasters such as earthquakes and tsunamis to portray the destruction that they brought in. I, oh, that was one thing I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this this uh, happens in San Francisco. It's part of it. Part yes. of it. And I have to say, like you know, we've got friends in San Francisco. We do. We've got we got a few. Yeah. And I have to say, they've been there for a while, like their whole lives, right? Yeah. So I have to, like, ask them. However. All these disaster movies always happen around you. What does that make you feel like when you're actually, you live there and you're watching the Golden Gate Bridge for, like, the umpteenth time being (laughs) destroyed by an alien or an earthquake or... The sun? The sun. That was the core. (laughs) The core. Remember that movie? The entire Golden Gate Bridge gets sliced in half. By the or, sun, or or Godzilla, <laughs> or <laughs> like, does that mean that that bridge is like cursed and you probably just shouldn't be on it, or is it just like, oh, it's a really big bridge, it's well known, just like, a landmark at that point? Though, so I was like, how establish... does that make you feel like living in that area? Like, oh, oh, look, they destroyed Tom's Donuts again. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If they were doing that to Fort Wayne, we're like, oh, oh, look, there, there goes that again. Well, like, they destroyed the. MLK bridge. Yeah, like that's what I'm trying to say. Like, they, there's probably so many landmarks. There goes like, 20 feet of lights. Right? <laughs> what, do you ever wonder that? Because yeah. they live in California, like in that area. Though, are they picking out areas in all these movies? Like, oh man, I just wonder. <laughs> like, I or wonder. they're walking around because you know, you and I, when we went to California in LA, we were like, oh, GTA this, GTA that, because of like the way GTA Five is all like planned out and like yeah, the, and whatnot. even LA's airport looks exactly like exactly. Los Santos. So, but you think that that's the same? Do they think they have the same kind of like the way that they look at things when they're watching movies? They they're might. Like, oh, look, there goes my house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 20 more feet. I would have been underwater. <laughs> right. I don't think Charlie Hunnam can act very well. I don't think he's a good actor. I think he does just fine. Mm. I, he He's very cringe in this movie. My opinion. He, oh, I mean, in this movie, I mean, yeah. he's kind of meh, but I'm not saying like fully as an actor. Like, he hasn't done well in cinema. He's done fine on TV, but mm. TV is written different. Yeah, it is. So, I don't know. Uh, Guillermo del Toro encouraged the actors to bring a sense of realism and emotional depth to their performances, even in the midst of fantastical situations. Um, 
the uh, oh, this film received an Academy Award nomination for Best Visual Effects, showcasing the film's technical achievements back in 2013. I mean, for 2013, I mean, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Ron but I per- guess. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, are you done? Oh, just have two more things. Ron Perlman kept the shoes he wore in the film. Those shoes are pretty crazy. They're pretty nice, actually. They're pretty crazy. Later on, his wife had them melted down and converted into a pair of heels for herself. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is. Uh, so, Guillermo del Toro considers Pacific Rim a love letter to the kaiju and mecha genres, aiming to capture the joy and excitement he felt as a fan of those types of films. The uh, box office did pretty well on this one. The budget was 180 to $200 million. Box office did 411, so that's why it warranted a sequel. Okay. Critics give this a 72, fans a 77. Okay, well, that's why I was going to give it was a 7. seven. Yeah. yeah, I'm right on board with that. Yeah. It's mainly just one the of those. The storyline was absolute shit, but the. You have the, to just the, let the it The visual breathe. effects, and like, that's kind of like the reason like you watch Fast and Furious. It's not for the story, it's just excitement of cars being thrown left and right and things being blown the up. Transformers, and like, they kind of thought that they were trying to go for the story there. Dark Dark of the Moon's really good. Yeah. That's a good movie. But that's, that's why I gave it a seven. It's mainly yeah. just the You can't effects. say you can't have big robots and not good story. Dark of the Moon is I probably know. one of the best Transformers movies out there. I think so, yeah. It's good. I think I'm a little biased because it was filmed a little bit slower and really well, mm-hmm. I'd say. Anyways, what's the movie for the next show, Alex? That's your pick. Um, I wanted to go ahead and go back to the uh, <clears throat> the Wizard of Oz one that I had suggested. Return to Return Oz. to Oz. Yeah, I've been really wanting to watch it. I have not watched it since I was like single digits years old, so we'll see okay. what it's like. But um, I just remember being really like I really liked that movie growing up. Okay. Like, it was a more, like, realistic, or, well, I don't want to say realistic, but it's... Different approach. It's a, Yeah, a different approach. It's like an Alice in Wonderland approach to... Well, I guess they both are. You know what? It's a darker version of, okay, here's of the Wizard thing. of Oz. <laughs> um, Oz, the great and powerful that we went and saw. Yeah. Wasn't that... That was basically Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. that good. Like, they turned Oz into Wonderland. That's not what Oz is. Mm-hmm. This is more like, I think of Return to Oz as The Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. A lot like The Labyrinth. I've never seen this one. This came out in 85. So oh, I didn't realize it came out. Wow, I thought it was like 90s. It's almost two hours long. Oh, yeah. it's it's. I would say it's a decently long movie. Like It's so, got a nice story. Synopsis of this film. Dorothy, saved from a psychiatric experiment by a mysterious girl, is somehow called back to Oz when a vain witch and a gnome king destroy everything that makes the magical land beautiful. Starring Feruza Bulk, Nicole Williamson, Gene Marsh, Piper Laurie, Matt Clark. These are all names that I say, I nobody know knows. I don't know if you're going to know anybody, Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't remember hmm. anybody else. Because, I mean, really, I think she's one of the only humans uh, I know one person actually. His name is not very notable, but I know him. His name is Deep Roy, and he stars in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as the Oompa Loompas. Oh, you would know him. Oh, okay, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. is he a Munchkin then? I don't know. I don't remember. Again, I have not seen this movie. He's the in a Tin long Man. 
He is? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. So apparently there's a... But she basically like has to come back and save Oz. How good is this movie truly? Can I, I look know. at some... If you want to look at what the score is before we even watch it, I don't care. Well, it's because... We're going to watch it no matter what. Right. It's on Disney. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes does not have good... I'm sure it's not rated very well. Audience has it at 71. Oh, okay. Uh, 50,000 plus ratings. This was actually, to tell you the truth, this was a fan-suggested movie, and it's been like on my mind ever since. Is it Tanith? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she suggested this like years ago, and I I think I brought it up twice now, and it's just kind of yeah. gotten put on the back burner. Okay. So, but I'm like, you know, I've been really wanting to watch it, so we're gonna watch it. It actually made 11 million in the box office. What was the budget though? Ooh, 28. Yeah. That's quite a big budget I for mean, 85. Well, you gotta see when you see the movie. I think you'll. It was understand. done pretty it's well. It's very visual. Oh, that's good. I I like movies actually. It is. It's very artistic, very very visual. Is it kind of like Neverending Story visual no. though? Because Neverending no, Story no, no, was no, 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 no. so. No, this is more mm. practical. Was from it Neverending Story? Where I... Neverending Story was more. Where you kept um, on seeing those sand paintings, basically. Yeah. <laughs> those motion oil paintings. I hated that. It was bad. Should I give you you're a not different? Gonna, you're not going to see that in good. this movie. Good. Okay. Sorry, this that, is more, that ruined I feel it for like me. <laughs> some of, from from my memory, some of it's kind of steampunky-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like that. Mm. Okay. Like the way everything turned bad looks more like steampunky-like. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to seeing it or not. And uh, I don't I know. I honestly if, think you'll like it. I don't know if we're going to have a show next week. Um, we might do an every other week. At this point? We won't have one in two weeks because we'll be in Kansas. <laughs> we're watching Wizard of Oz. When? What, like this was saying, we're watching Return to Oz and we're going to Kansas. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Not intentional on that yeah, one. Yeah, no, that wasn't. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually, that, that you bring that up. That's, that's pretty funny. No, so, yeah, I don't know if we'll have a show next week we'll or just, not. I, I think we'll just, like, plan it out. We'll see. We might have one then because yeah. we have Memorial Day off. True. So. Maybe we'll have a show on Monday. Uh, so I want to talk about a couple of things before we go into our main topic here. We did not have a fan question, um, but I want to go into like some video game news, and then we're going to go into AI conversation here. Um, and I think that's pretty much our show for the day. So, <laughs> uh, so one thing about nerd news, uh, there's one thing that is really, really like off-putting for the Blizzard community. Overwatch 2. They had this PVE mode coming in uh, that was supposed to be more of a story mode. It's going to be a little bit more of a campaign-ish mode of Overwatch, giving more, giving more light to this title instead mm-hmm. of it being just a re-release of Overwatch 1, which is what we're basically getting. Did your phone die? It's dying. Well, It's can, fine. Okay, I can get up and get you a charger. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, so Overwatch is basically... Uh, it's it's a it's you've played it before pvp mm-hmm. and are you good what <laughs> you're like looking at me weird i'm watching you <laughs> okay, talk. Okay. okay so uh overwatch 2 was supposed to have this this new mode that was supposed to come in and it, it's been delayed and delayed and delayed and then finally got canceled entirely and 
it kind of makes people a little sour to buying, not buying, to putting money into Overwatch 2. Even though Overwatch 2 is free, they shut down the servers to Overwatch 1, so you can't even continue what you were doing. You have to move forward into the other title. So it's a little discouraging that that mm-hmm. got removed. It was, it was a co-op portion of the game that seemed a little interesting. Um, but Alex, I have some trivia for you real quick. Now, this okay. is done by AI. Oh, great. <laughs> you wanted me to do this. I did? Yeah, Disney. Oh, Disney. Yeah. Oh, so geez. our conversation today is going to be a lot about AI and the stuff that has been generated. Uh, did it finally go? No, I mean, it's going to, so I just shut it. Oh. Um, so this conversation is going to be about all that. Uh, the first question I have, uh, so I did 12 Disney and Pixar animated movie questions. So it's going to be a little hard, mm-hmm. just like there were last time. Uh, so the first question, uh, I just asked ChatGPT uh, Chat to give me these So with their answers. First question, which Disney animated film was the first to receive a PG rating? Disney animated. Disney animated. Is it a classic? Yes. PG? Yes, the first. Lion King, maybe? It's before that. Really? Mm-hmm. Before the Lion King? I think Lion King was G, actually. I think it's PG. I don't think so. I mean, it's got think death of, in th- it. But think of think of sc- scary enough films. I'll give you a hint of that. PG. I don't know. The Black Cauldron. I was. Oh my god! And I was totally gonna say, well, let me guess, The Black Cauldron. But I was yeah. like, that should be PG thirteen. To be, be, be I've like, never seen it. it. You can watch it without me. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I know. I, I could have given you. I don't like too. the the type of animation. Is <clears throat> it makes me uneasy. Like I don't like the animation. What is the name of the evil queen in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? The evil queen. That is her AKA. I can give you half a point, but she actually has a name. What is it? Queen Grimhilda. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have gotten that. I just thought I've always just known her as the evil queen. Uh, which Disney animated movie features the song Bella Note fe- during an iconic dinner scene? Bella Note? So Bella meaning like beautiful something. Oh, <laughs> 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 I wonder if that went through the mic. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Roommate um, Jake just did an F-bomb in the background. <laughs> Bella Note. So, say, say it one more time. Which Disney animated movie features the song I might be saying it wrong. Bella Note during an iconic dinner scene. I'm just going to say Beauty and the Beast. Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Yeah. All right. In Beauty and the Beast, what is the name of Gaston's loyal sidekick? LeFou. Okay. That's your first one you got. (laughs) Had to give you an easy one. Kind of had to go down a little on the difficulty scale for that one. Uh, Question number five. Whose voices? Who voices the character of Pacha in *The Emperor's New Groove*? The dude that we're gonna go see, or no, 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 no. Jeff. Uh, no, not Jeff. Uh, yes, Jeff. Well, well, we're gonna. That's you're thinking of Jeff Bingham. No, not Jeff Bingham. I'm okay. thinking of Gold or Goodman, John Goodman. There you go. You got it. Good job. <laughs> Now like, I like know this, this guy. <laughs> I know you knew him. That's yeah. why I asked yes. you that name. Yeah, you you yeah. had to have known John Goodman because yeah. you've seen him in a lot yes, of things. John you know Goodman. his voice. 
Makes you kind of want to watch that and then see 10 Cloverfield Lane. You get the total oh, opposite. complete opposite. Complete yeah. opposite of John Goodman. Oh, my God. Uh, in Sleeping Beauty, what is the name of Maleficent's pet raven? Oh. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. Diablo. Yeah, no. Does she? I don't even know. If Chat she ever GPT says it. did this, so if any of these are wrong, of course. I don't know if she ever actually says his name. You Wait. might have. When might he have. turns to stone, she might. I think she says his name right there. Like she goes to like t tell tell him to go fetch like go something. do do something, and then she goes oh, Diablo or oh, like look what they've done to you or something like. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe. Okay. But yeah. You probably learn it a lot better in the actual live action, which we've never seen. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Never seen it. Uh, in Alice in Wonderland, what is the name of the Queen of Hearts army? The, I don't know, army of cards. The, the I don't know. The card soldiers. Okay. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I was like, I don't know. I didn't know they had a name. What is the name of the villainous hunter who killed Bambi's mother in the film Bambi? The hunter that killed Bambi's Could also be called man. <laughs> oh, or man. I mean, he's known as man. Yeah, yep. I guess. Because man, like. They say the man. Yeah, they, they refer to human in, as man, as man mm -hmm. in the movie. Yeah. The hunter also works. In Peter Pan, what is the name of Captain Hook's right-hand man a, a, who is also a bumbling pirate? Shmee. Mr. Smee. Now, there is a uh, fan theory that Gaston is the hunter of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I know. Because you have to look at what he, gun. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He so. also, like, kills a deer or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. What is the name of the toy collector in and main antagonist in Toy Story 2? Um... Oh my god. He has two names. Something the chicken. He's the chicken guy. Uh it's not Andy, because Andy's the kid. The cluck cluck dude. <laughs> He's the chicken There's guy. There's two answers. The chicken man. That's one. <laughs> I know him as the chicken man. Al Wigan. Like, Al McWigan. Okay. It's Al's, 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 Al's toy, toy barn. barn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, what is the name of the cathedral archdeacon who serves as a central character in the story of Hunchback in Notre Dame? What is the what? What is the name of the cathedral's archdeacon who serves as a central character in the story of Hunchback in Notre Dame? I don't know. Claude Frollo. Oh, I thought like that's not, I thought you were talking about He's an about archdeacon. The, oh, I didn't realize he was an archdeacon. I just thought he was yeah, a I don't priest? know. Like, no, he's not a priest. There's no. an actual priest there. I thought that's who you were talking about. No, was, no he's there's a There's a priest guy that protects for uh, um, Quasimodo. Yeah. I thought that's who you were talking about. No. Uh, Judge something Frollo, Claude Frollo. Claude or, Frollo. Yeah, Claude Frollo. Yep. Yeah, who? he's a judge. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's not a... I don't archdeacon. Think he's a I don't think he's a deacon. Cathedral's archdeacon. I don't think he's a deacon. Hey, Chad GPT said it was Archdeacon. I don't think I, so. Could be His wrong. name is Judge. Yeah. Like Judge Claude, Claude Frollo. Frollo. You also could have that occupancy. Maybe, I, but he also does like like the like he like controls the town. Uh, so I I think he's like I don't I don't know if that's right. Okay. 
Who is the voice behind the character of Esmeralda in the film, Hunchback? Should I know this? You probably should. Your uh, cousin mentioned it a lot. My cousin, really? Heather, yeah. Oh, I... It's one of her favorite actresses. That's her only hint. I don't know. Demi Moore. Okay. Demi Moore. <laughs> it's one of her favorite actresses. You knew I'm, that. I'm glad you know that. I don't know I went that. to school with her. I probably... Exactly. just sunk in my brain. That's probably why. So, yeah. That is Disney... You well, that was actually a some few, really good right? trivia. But yeah. the, the the hunchback one might have been completely wrong. So no, if you would have said like what was like the antagonist or something, I would have said Frollo. But no, I thought you were talking about like the the actual priest that yeah. was that yeah. protects him and houses him in the right. cathedral. So we got to talk about AI in general here. It's yeah. a four week long conversation. You want me to go get the charger so you can see your phone? No, I was just seeing what time it was. I can go get it. It's not a big deal. It's fine. Okay. I'm watching the time. <laughs> um, so we're, this is a four week long conversation that's never been touched on for somebody who's not on the show right now. Uh, <laughs> so chat GPT, AI, all of, all of that stuff is starting to get a little scary. And we've never really ran down this topic mm-hmm. uh, into the ground as far as what it's all about. And we're not really sure, you and I, 100%, if we are the actual people who should be giving the uh, entire notion of what ai is and what it can do but we're, we have had experience we're just as good as anybody else like i feel like we're the common folk that yeah. are presented to use the ai that right. is available to us in our opinion on such ai use. you've used some of it with snapchat yes i've used a lot of it with chat gpt and i'm starting to mm-hmm. use it with adobe because mm-hmm. adobe firefly just gave me access to it via my company oh good today and so I was using a little bit of it today, and it didn't really wow me. There was some wow factors that it generated an office scene, an office setting that I wanted mm-hmm. to try out. And it was really an interesting concept, and I'm just seeing how it progresses as to how clear it can get. Um, we've seen AI make videos. We've seen it make voices. We've seen it do images. It has conversation. We've seen it make movie trailers. We've seen it make commercials and advertisements videos like videos (laughs) like you can't tell whether or not like these are real people. okay the pizza one you've seen that one right there's a couple of them you can tell that it's definitely made by ai but there's a few where you're like are those real people well some of it was mixed in Uh, Mm -hmm. that one person that one company i follow on tiktok they they've mixed it in with stuff that they've also rendered so it wasn't Mm -hmm. entirely with ai ai did some of it so Artificial intelligence is now expanding to the point where it's starting to take over positions of jobs. It's starting to do blog writings for people who know, oh, who are pen who are have penmanship. Mm-hmm. It's doing that. It's doing um, article breakdowns for me. It's doing that. I'll I'll do a full copy and paste of an article in it and tell me to tell them to break it down for me, and it does. I've asked it questions. How do you help, or how are you helpful versus uh, like? I asked it this question here, and I'm actually going to give this rundown. Can you give me a 20-point breakdown about AI and ChatGPT to describe your functions and skills about how using this application can negatively affect humans? Are you going to go through all 20 points? It gave me 9 positive and 11 negative. Well, so. yeah. What are, what are just a couple like big positives and a couple big negatives? I didn't run through this entirely. Um, it can be used for a wide range of purposes, including customer service, language translation, and content creation. So that's, I would definitely use it for language translation. Language would be great. Um, it can learn to improve over time by analyzing large amounts of data and feedback from users. 
Mm-hmm. It can be integrated into a variety of platforms such as messaging apps, websites, and voice assistants. This is where it gets scary because Amaranth just launched a chat AI voice. They're, they could date her. And I actually looked into this article. So she launches an AI chatbot uh, where people can t- <laughs> take her on dates, an AI companion where fans can interact with her. The chatbot, powered by Forever Voices AI, enables fans to send vocal recordings and receive responses that sound like her and replying via voice notes. What are we doing? Dating an AI. (laughs) An AI Amaranth bot aims to provide instant voice responses to fans' questions and desires. The bot is part of an emerging influencer AI scene where paid customers can have conversations with AI versions of influencers. Yeah, she's going to start it and everyone else is going to follow, just like the hot tub streams. Forever Voices CEO John Mayer, I don't know if that's any relation to anybody, <laughs> discusses the technology. I've looked this article up from, from uh, Polygon. Um, he discusses the technology and its ability to create immersive interactions and connections with AI influencers. The comparison of the of this article also talked about the movie Her, where <laughs> uh, yeah. he falls in love with his AI companion. And I also saw the movie Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. That's an AI companion as well, but it's a robotic AI. I mean, if you think about AI, we've been using, like, look at the video games that we play. A lot of our video games that we play have an AI assistant. An AI system, yes. No, like, not system. Sis- assistant. Like, like Halo. Halo has Cortana. Okay. And then Destiny. That's, we've got eh. okay. a bot. Like, that, that's a basic. A okay, that's a basic thing like, i thought you like, were talking about a system like left for dead 2 that's an ai bot the director yeah can make the game more difficult or easy yeah depending but i was on trying your to tell style. you like that's where it's like we're bringing the video game world into real life i thought you were going into an actual like no. brain power system that's still functioning no i'm saying like game. we're taking what we're playing like as a video game something that's just made up mm-hmm. and we're making it more real world now okay like this is something i thought like I thought AI would be big for our children. So Unreal Engine 5 is using an AI system that is beyond belief where it, you, you, will can't look, tell what's you will real look at a video not. game and you won't know. And it can rebuild terrain to yeah. whatever it wants. Yeah, and it looks real. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, the concerns that are raised about potential misuse of these technologies, um, such as fake relationships or generating deep fake porn, which has happened there is a twitch streamer who actually had a major meltdown on stream Mm -hmm. because of ai deepfake porn Mm -hmm. that's scary there has been plenty of that actually where ai is being plastered onto even in pictures other people's bodies yes like a fake body but your face like oh yeah you can deep like what's what's gonna happen like so you know to get back at somebody if somebody's gonna generate a you know a a dick pic or a you know some kind of thing and they're gonna plaster it all over with your face and say hey this is you but how do you prove that it's not when your face is on Uh, it and like right now there's there's right now there's a few ways to prove it just because you remember when the the, the 
fappening. <laughs> the fappening, yeah. Happened. Yes. So those were all, as far that as we know, like... That was a big celebrity leak of a whole bunch of naked photos and videos. A big celebrity leak videos. of their phones and things Everyone getting... says, oh, this is version two, three, whatever, that's on the internet, whatever, I don't yeah. care what you say, but the original thing happened back in like 2010. It was 10. 2010, 2011. 20... Oh, 11, something it was like, like Jennifer that. Jennifer Lawrence was the big target. Actually, I think target. it was 2012, to be honest. It was like right when we moved back here or right moved before. Back. It was before. It was yeah. Before. So, but like we had all these like pictures being leaked. And now these days, what if a picture emerges of somebody that we know and we're like, oh my gosh, did, is this you? Is it AI? And yeah. I mean, people can lose their jobs and, and their identity. All. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it's starting to be scary as far as like what is true and what's not with AI. Like nobody's going to know what's real and what's fake. And how are you going to take these types of things to like court and whatnot? It's going to replace our jobs. It's, it's looking scary for my job personally as a marketing graphic designer. Mm-hmm. You can start editing templates and stuff like that, cropping out photos. You can cut out photos easily using AI. It's, I don't see it taking my job. I see it helping my job. It will help my job for a short period, then it will take my job. <laughs> I think in the medical field, I think that there are certain areas I feel like we should be able to access AI and use AI. And I feel like there's other, like, I don't, you know how we have chat GPT now and all these like Snapchat AI, like, I don't think the common person should have access, access to generative like, AI. Yeah. AI that can take things off of articles and create like you know like how a, we have Snapchat and it can like do the filters and things yeah. like that like I you know that's that's like playful stuff but like being able to rewrite a book or complete my homework for me a hundred percent so I can turn it in right it's doing full on log log web script for people to do web page design now like there's you can get full scripts exactly like there's just there's way too much that I think the common person should not have access to we're gonna get dumb and it's gonna get smart and that's where things are gonna go really bad yeah i'm already pretty stupid as it is for some things i don't try to be too ignorant yeah i try to learn what i can do you know the show house yeah so i feel like an ai I feel like that would be really good to use an AI for when you've got a doctor that's diagnosing. Their, yeah, got yeah. their hands tied and say my 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 patient. It could got search this, the this, web this, so much this, faster this. than a doctor could think up a diagnosis. Exactly. But the problem is, so I feel like that would help. Yeah. It's not going to know a hundred percent. Nobody knows going to know. You know, a hundred percent get to know exactly what's wrong with you. True. But we can at least get a path going mm-hmm. to get treatment to people faster. That would be awesome. But, it's like we were talking about misinformation. Is what but there's is, yes, is there's also is. misinformation. How do we know Chat GPT is stereotypical right misinformation on things, too? Because it could, because it could also give like bias of certain opinions. articles that have more popularity than exactly. ones that do not. Some things that have been posted that have yet to be backtracked from two years ago or three years ago of mm-hmm. false information that's still out there today, available to so, the, to the public. We did this though. You want to know how? We developed I don't it. know. Ask Google. I don't know. Ask Google. I don't know. Ask Alexa. We did this. I agree. We've built it. Yes. Um, and it will only get smarter and smarter and smarter and smarter. And we were talking about phishing. Uh, phishing scams and identity theft is another negative. Um, it can contribute to the erosion of piracy as it collects and stores data from user interactions. 
Um, it can create unrealistic expectations for human-like interactions leading to disappointment or, or frustration. Um, ChatGPT can also, an AI can contribute to the spread of addiction to technology as mm -hmm. it provides an always available source of engagement and entertainment. It can exacerbate human uh, mental health issues such as social anxiety or loneliness as it can provide an artificial substitute for human interaction when we were talking about the dating. Yeah. Um, I'm already having issues dealing with younger people in their teens and uh, you like got, meaning, you, meaning for like 12 to uh, 18 to 19 to 20. I'm already having issues with those types of people calling in to want to do like externships or shadowing and things like that. You know what they're doing? They're calling me. I, I seriously had this happen in the last like two weeks. call for them, right? That's just always been a thing. Because, you know, okay. oh, mom, I'm a little too scared. Like, okay, well, now it's transcended, transitioned into, I literally had this call like last Did week. Did you have an AI call ago. you? No. I had a kid call me, like somebody who should be 19 years yeah. old, 18, 19. And they spent the entire time with like somebody in the background telling them what to say. Hmm. Okay. You want to know why? Because they're probably, not, I mean, not trying to point fingers, but they might just be on their phone the whole time, like, or asking their phone, oh, how do I respond to this? How do I respond to this? Exactly. Like, or how do I know, like, we've got resumes coming in. How do I know if all the, everything on a resume is just made up by an AI exactly. to get me the job that I want? Like, for me, I am 110% honest with my resume and stuff, but you can definitely fake a resume these days. It's I mean, so like, that's always been a thing. Like, you can always just bullshit your resume. But, I mean, what if I tell, like, um, you know, like, there's these, you know, the link, long description. LinkedIn. Oh, about, the about me. Like, that's yeah. something you type up. You can get that from a chat. But you, you know how that. you've got websites like Link like LinkedIn or find job or whatever. And you upload your resume. And then what that system is supposed to do is take things from your resume and show it up. Like it's supposed to pop up on these employers that are trying to find these people. What if you're like bullshitting your way through that? And you asked AI to do that. Right. Like it makes more of an issue that way. Like I just, there's so many different things that it's going to do to take away from the human experience that yeah. I don't agree with. I think it has potential to do great things, but I think that giving it to the common person and access, <clears throat> people like hackers and people that are literally out there to just fuck people's lives over, this is where things are going to get bad. And mm. that learning from the bad is just going to get more and more and more and more worse. Learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got to get out of here. We can't really touch too much more on this topic, even though there's a lot we can break down. And it's it's this AI is getting scarier and we just got to I did not gotta think watch out. that this would be a problem. I thought it was for, interesting. For I thought us. it was so cool. I was yeah. like, yeah. But I didn't think like, like you know, 50 years from now, who knows? Do you remember that one that one app I downloaded? Like, I think it was last year. I it was like, just type in like a word and it will, it will generate, it will generate image. this image. And I thought that that was the coolest freaking thing. And now I'm like, oh, it can generate a lot more than that. And my job's in jeopardy. Eventually other jobs will be in jeopardy that, What's Probably scary is watching already. some of these people that have access to like the big AIs and they're asking the big, the questions, big questions about like how do we decrease population? Yeah. How do we control this? How do are you going to control me? And yeah. the, the answers that are coming from the AI are nightmarish. They're very much so to the point where Google, was it Google? His, the CEO left? 
Uh, that this, was the big was, news yes, thing that, that we were going to bring I up. I forgot to mention that. I know I said we were going to get out of here, but I meant I brought this yeah, up. Yeah, Google. Too. Artificial intelligence pioneer leaves Google and warns about technology's future. His name is Joffrey Hill, uh, Hin- Hinton. That was the one. He is a uh, like an AI expert. He's yeah. like the go- the grandfather of AI, basically. He and he even said himself, he thinks like you and I should not have access to this. And like we're not we're not in like, disagreement. Oh, I'm not. I I mean, I think it's fun that we can do certain things with it, but I think that it's going to get into the hands of the wrong people right. and the wrong people are going to use it in bad ways. They will. But he even said, I think there was like a quote that he said, he's like, I thought, you know, 30 to 50 years from now, this would start to be an issue. And he said the biggest thing that he was scared of was that it's going to get smarter than humans. And it already it is. It already is. I don't think that. And that's why he left because while he has his contract with Google, he can't talk about these types of things. And as soon as he got, he, he left and said, all right, screw the non-disclosure agreement. Deuces, like, yo. hey, this is dangerous. <laughs> and I'm just putting it out there before like being the first person to say it. And I'm the one that helped create it. Right. And so that's, that's what makes it even more scary to me. Are I you mean, you gonna... and I are just, you know. Joe Smo people like we're not scientists or anything like right, that, but no. I think I've no I know enough to be able to go. Ooh, that's a little scary to think about things happening. We saw this one where people were like, "Oh, Trump got arrested that one day or whatever," and AI gener- was generating photos of him getting arrested. Exactly, because people are going that? to only believe what they see. Yeah, and now it's going to have to be what you believe. You believe what you see and feel exactly and we have no with your idea. own eyes there's been so many things we've seen that are just so like oh my god what oh did you hear at? this and this happened here's a video but but it didn't really happen an ai made it right like, there was that one tom cruise video where that one guy was doing like a deep fake of him running yeah and running for president yeah that was so that was a it, great it was video good, but it wasn't him it wasn't him at all yeah. it was an impressionist and they deep faked him on the top of it yep that's crazy all right, you need to plug your Twitch. I do. If you'd like to watch me game, guys, it's twitch.tv slash cute underscore kitty, which is K-U-T-E underscore K-I-T-T-I. Right now I'm streaming on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evenings while I'm playing a mix of Fall Guys, Dead Island 2, and Fortnite now. Yeah. Um. So just depending on how I feel that night, that's what we're playing. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, having fun with all those. You're going to have a highlight video probably this week of Fortnite. Sweet. So, because those three matches are definitely highlightable. They're so I'd good. I'd say so. Yeah. It's going to take me a minute to get back in the swing of things, but I hope to have it probably on Monday because it is Memorial Day weekend this weekend. Yeah. So, I might have some time. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as my stream goes, it's twitch.tv slash Mr. L. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-L. You can find me there on Wednesday and Thursday evening and Saturday morning. This will be our last full week of streams, by the way, because next week we're going to be traveling to Kansas. Congratulations, Brig, on the wedding. Um, I guess we can well, on officially... The not the wedding. Well, wedding is going to be <laughs> happening. We're going to a wedding. We're going to a wedding in Kansas. It's going to be a good time. We're going to see all of our friends. Rick, I'm so excited. Unfortunately, Rick's not going to be there. Um, Unless he's not, he somehow gets himself there. Fingers crossed. It'd be really cool That'd to see him uh, with along with the ride, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a good time either way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, make sure you guys are hitting that like button on this video. And also make sure if you are not subscribed to our channel, hit the subscribe button on YouTube and hit that bell to be notified for more live, which uh, we don't really have a set schedule, even though all of our ads say Tuesday. It's not entirely 100%. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Facebook is PTO Unlimited, along with Twitter is at PTO Unlimited. And Instagram is PTO Unlimited underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter. It is at underscore Mr. L. And then Brett is also Brett underscore wings. Uh, I'll just do that quick plug for him this time. But uh, if he's not on anymore, he doesn't plug. So Yes, and I am cute <laughs> underscore kitty. Oh, uh, yeah. So final note, uh, Memorial Day weekend is this weekend. Um Little Mermaid comes out this weekend. Watch it if you so choose. Mm. Um, I don't know when we'll have our next show on, but uh, either a week or a couple weeks. There you go. Next week is, is a is a higher possibility. So, yep. Uh, yeah, you guys have a good rest of your uh, your week. Bye, guys. Bye.